M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Westwood One presents bing, bang, the, final word. The, final word. the Final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Frangela. Word. Yeah, this is where we, every week, we come in and we talk about what's going on in the news and uh, hopefully help each other through it. Yeah. Remember, we watch the news so you don't have to. And let me tell you something. It's uh, it's starting to wear on Francis. It's hard. It is. I'm going to say that last week was really, really hard. It was really, <laughs> really hard. And, and, and you know, we were in for a week for Stephanie Miller. And then we came in uh, last Friday for the full three hours. Uh, she went to that spectacular event uh, with Obama. Uh, and did, uh, can I just say, though, it didn't seem like... People walked away feeling spectacular. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no, no. basically, Obama was like, y'all going to have to go out there and do some work. You got to get some work done. You got you to put in some work. Yeah, and, and basically, my understanding, there have been articles about this, about his you know, his speech at this event. Mm-hmm. But he basically said, yeah, you should be worried. You should be worried. And I guess, I don't know what people thought was going to happen. If they mm-hmm. thought that they were going to walk in, he was going to go, guess what, everybody? Here it is, the secret plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody take up a copy. I made copies for everyone. Totally. Recycle, please. Um, this is what we're going to do, and it's all going to be okay. Yeah. And I think that that did not happen. Mm-hmm. And people were left with, oh, we still have to do things. Yes. So then, of course, cut to the march on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which we attended. Of course. Uh, with Travis Bone and other friends and you know what i was when we showed up i was so afraid angela i was so afraid that there weren't going to be people there like it didn't seem as though i saw enough people like walking towards but then when we got there there was over fifty thousand people yeah and this was my mother that morning i talked to her and she's like what are you doing i'm like i'm going to march she's like what for i was like believe it or not i can't believe i'm saying this against baby jails Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm marching against baby jails I, I found that on top of, yeah, there were a ton of people there. It was um, uh, full of energy except for the portion that John Legend was on stage. Um, <laughs> that was really sleepy. And he yes, he did do the, I'm going to play a song that hasn't dropped yet from my new album. Mm-hmm. And I really, at that moment, was like, dude, come on now. <laughs> okay. Here's my question. <laughs> I have a question for you. And looking at the crowd, I was the crowd was bigger than I expected. 
But yeah. I expected, in my heart, I, I expected expect more. more people. I expected more, too. I'm going to tell you something. I think, and we're going to talk about a, a lot of this stuff, hopefully uh, get to it. I really think the Supreme Court situation pulled a whammy on that march. Yeah. I think Kennedy, because what happened is, you know, and obviously, and I want to, I do want to start by saying, these children are still kidnapped. Yeah. And the only information we're getting, we're getting from the kidnappers and we're acting like it's fact. Like the fact that they keep saying, oh, 500 kids have been, re- have they? There's nobody who's been able to verify that and yet they keep reporting it. So that is still going on. It's hugely awful. But what happened last week after we did this podcast, like almost directly, directly after we did the podcast, it was like, it was like, shut I mean, off the mic. Mike's and Kennedy is now retiring. Which, like, I'm not going to say that it was directed at us. It was directed at us. I'm going to say it. I think it was. Okay, fine. I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that most of what's going on in Washington, D.C. is a direct reflection of this podcast. Yes. And clearly Kennedy would have waited, but he was like, I'm going to mess with, wait, are they at the booth? Mm-hmm. And then he made this, because that isn't actually how Supreme Court uh, justices usually retire. Mm-hmm. It's a much longer process. You know, for a while, this was a, I'm going to be out by July. And like, give me some boxes. And there's some reasons for that. We all are guessing that we've right. looked into. Like his son, his son has was the uh, worked for Deutsche Bank for tw- and for 12 years he was a personal banker for Donald Trump and has is responsible for lending the Trump organization, i.e. Donald Trump one billion dollars. One billion dollars with a B. Billion dollars. So much so that when Trump was sworn in, I believe he walked by Kennedy and said, you've got a great son or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. that was at the State of the Union. At the State of the Union. So he jumps out of the, the Supreme Court just in time for Trump to put somebody in there who might absolve him. Or tell him he doesn't have to, you know, uh, be deposed or, you know, go and talk under oath, you know, um, as a sitting president. And in time for a lot of other things in a very, I think, craptastic move on his part. Absolutely. I really, what I felt happen, and I could be wrong, maybe it's just our milieu or whatever, but I felt like we all, that, and then they came out with like five, like, really whack, horrible setback decisions. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, anti-union decision. Right. They, um, when they, they okayed gerrymandering through Texas. Mm-hmm. They, um, what were the other ones? It was the they, cake decision. The cake decision came down. That was before. Then they yes. did, um, the, uh, there was another civil rights one. Uh, it, it just, it was this litany of horrible cases. Yes. That just went in the exact wrong direction and you showing what Gorsuch is there for, Gorsuch. Right. And so I felt like what happened is, and then you saw this, I think, correctly, panic mm-hmm. in the media, especially in that little you know echo chamber of the punditry and the panels on Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. And it felt like this is, it, it just, it really was like a, it felt like almost like a death blow. Like it yeah, felt no, like. It was, a, it, was a, it was a gut punch. It was. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. Because like that long drawn out, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, you know, and, and immediately, immediately, you know, when, this is the thing that, that is just soul sucking about it. Immediately, no one has to have this discussion, but you know that they're coming after marriage equality. Mm-hmm. You know that then that means that they're coming after Roe v. Wade. Well, well Roe v. Wade, people were saying within two seconds of Kennedy announcing. Absolutely. Because they're like, okay, that's, and I, what did I, I walked out and said the first thing they're going to do. Yes. Before we knew about Kennedy quitting, I was like, the first thing that, that that's going to happen in this court with yeah. Gorsuch is they're going to let that, we'll, we'll let the next abortion rights case get to them and see what happens and now they're going to definitely move it up and one of the things i you know found really you know it's like if you don't think that this issue 
touches you, especially Roe v. Wade, touches you as a person, you know, and and no matter how you feel about abortion. But if you care about birth control, if you care about in vitro fertilization, which, you know, we don't care about the rhythm method. They don't want you to have control over Over any aspect of your body, your body or family planning. Because all of those things, it's not just that. I think that that's part of the issue, too, that is that people state, think yes. it's just it's just abortion. It's not just. abortion. No, they do not. They don't want you to have birth control. That's right. They don't want you to have the day after pill. They don't want you to have any of those. They don't want you to have the right to a teenager to be able to have an abortion no matter what happened. Right. To them. Right. Um, so. You know, that felt, and I really do think what it did is I saw a number of people in my world say, I need to take a few days off. I, absolutely. And, absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, I want to I wanna say to people, and I want to say, you know, we all have to take care of ourselves, but I do need to say that, that every second there are children being held in baby prisons in deserts yes. and in cities across this nation and that don't know where their family is, who are being, and we are, are hearing massive allegations of abuse that have that, were, that aren't getting investigated. Mm-hmm. We've got ICE running around holding up traffic stops all over the place, yeah. conducting illegal traffic stops where they are, and then detaining people who, don't, who refuse to answer the question about their citizenship, which they don't have to answer. Yep. Your papers, please. Like, I'm watching this guy, this young, he looks like white guy, and, and he's very whatever. He gets pulled over by ICE and like, I want to say it was in um, New Hampshire. They had a stop and they asked him what his citizenship was. And he filmed the whole thing, what his citizenship was. And he's like, you don't have the right to ask me that question. And he was like, well, we do have the right to detain you. And he's like, I don't think you do. And then, of course, they detained him. Because mm-hmm. on the side of the road, your rights don't seem to... I know this is new for a lot of white folks, but... You don't have rights when you're alone with the cop. That's just all of this. You have the right to you have the right to make a phone. Yeah, that doesn't work for as a black person. I can tell you my rights have been violated routinely. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even had get out the car and get on the ground happen to me. Well, you know, since we're in this, you know, I want to get back to the Supreme Court. But, you know, since we're in this this area, when the wrong white kid gets stopped and detained and treated poorly, then we can have a conversation about should we abolish ICE, but not until then. Until until more and more white people get stopped. And that will happen. Yes. That's going to, when they become No, once somebody don't get smart, and an ICE agent's exactly. going to shoot them or exactly. taser exactly. them, exactly. go overboard, and then, but before but, that, I would like to encourage people to, when especially if you can protect yourself better. Mm-hmm. Make this hard for them, you know, make every part of this difficult for them. Make them look as bad as they are. Show them for what they are. Here's my thing. This whole discussion, which is really pissing me off, which is just look at the Democrats. They're just handing this, you know, should we abolish ICE uh, issue over to the Republicans and Trump and the Republicans and the GOP are running on it. It's like I am so sick and tired. I am so over Everything being framed through a negative prism for the Democrats. I mean, every and 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 I have not. Where is where are our leadership? Where are they? Where where is Nancy Pelosi? Have you seen her? Well, have, have you, you seen, seen Chuck her? Schumer? Tell me, have you seen? I haven't her? even seen Adam Schiff. I've seen them. No, I'm sorry. No, we haven't seen them. But this is my problem. Where I get, where I don't like it is here because the basis of that concern when they say, oh, the Democrats, you know, stop this abolish ice thing. It goes too far. Well, actually, institutions only been around for 15 years. Right. So I don't, it hasn't, I mean, literally that's, we're, nobody's saying get rid of the Supreme Court except for me. Like, mm-hmm. so like that's, I find that ridiculous. This weird allegiance to an organization that was formulated 
unnecessarily, just like the Department of Homeland Security, it's redundant as all get out and a complete waste of money. But my problem is that the basis of that critique is, again, appealing to a voter who's never going to vote for you. And like, why do you care? Let the Republicans run on. They're going to run on whatever they're going to run on. The people who buy that argument, who go abolishing ICE is crazy, you're not getting their vote. No, you're who not, cares? You're Let not, them go. You're not getting their vote. But what you're, estab- what you're allowing people to establish and make a linkage to on top of it is is that if you want to get rid of ICE, then you want to get rid of the police, which means you want a lawless society, which means you want people to feel unsafe. And you continually allow them to make these claims that are not true. And nobody is going out there to combat it. Well, here's the thing. You allow the the hard thing about that is allow them. You can't. We can't stop people. We we can't stop their spin machine. They're going to spin. We, I'm looking at a quote for Rick Santorum saying that children at the border aren't being terrorized because they've been terrorized before. They were pre-terrorized. So you can't be re-terrorized if you've been terrorized before. Right. And this terrorization isn't as bad as the first terroriz- terrorizing moment. Right. So it's that's less of a terrorizing moment. You know what? And it's that's better. A, it's better when you get terrorized by Americans because our terror, terror it's, it's a better is, form it's, of terrorism. It's a terrorism. better, better form. American, yes, you feel it's American terror. They give you a hot dog afterwards. It's in English. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's in English, so it's better. That's what he's saying. So my thing is, why are we always having discussions about how to appeal to a voting group that isn't going to vote for you? Anybody who believes that somebody saying abolish ICE means that they are advocating anarchy is not your voter. They are going where they want to go. They're just they're just puppeting what somebody tells them to, and they don't care what the issue is. So my thing is. Attack, the people you do get are the over the almost and over in some cases I think actually 50% of the population that isn't the, voting 49.9% those people you say this is an organization that doesn't doesn't do its job well uh, uh, it's completely ineffective has always been um, they have not they you know have, can't do what they're doing they're abusive as hell abusing right. their rights what we need are more judges but that's the one what they want to hire are more off the street guards yep um it's only been around for 15 years. We don't need it. We were able to do this without them. Also, like, this is not their mandate. Their mandate not. is not what they're doing. No, they're not supposed to be patrolling the interior of the country. Ab- exactly. That, that, and they are. They're a they're rogue patrol- police That's not, state fact, organization. So, but... I'm like, there's that whole population that you could that we could be igniting to vote and to vote Democrat if we just didn't abandon points of view all the time because we have this idea that the the so-called Joe the plumber slash coal miner slash steel worker he has he thinks that sounds crazy he's not voting for you and, let him go let him be free and you know what and, and, <laughs> like, my, my point is not to appeal to that person but you have got to stand up yes. and there is no one standing up well here's the thing when senator collins who's a republican when we're counting on her yes. no vote against the supreme court nomination it's ridiculous. because here's the deal the the trump all this and they i, I think that's again i agree with you in this way the press is complicit in in formulating this discussion ar- around the supreme court nominations mm-hmm. this way what they're saying is Trump has said that he's they're not going to they're not asking candidates if they're choice or anti-choice because they don't have to because it's a pre-approved list that's right from from the most right-wing groups in the country from the Heritage Foundation and from the Federalist group so you can tell right I can tell you right now without talking any of them they're anti-choice they're anti-affirmative action they're anti-union yes they're anti-civil liberties for all they're anti-Miranda they've already been what people don't seem to have their mind around is there are, are there have been encroachments into our Miranda rights already yes and then so now we're looking at abortion affirmative action voting rights gay rights the death penalty yeah search and seizure rights trust me when i tell you that first 10 amendments the bill of rights mm-hmm. they are all in danger They're, this nominee one in particular amy coney barrett <sighs> 
she when she they they had to they were questioning her when they were she was up for a federal judgeship mm-hmm. right but now she's up to become a, a supreme, supreme court, court justice. justice but let me tell you something she she is uh, a part of a particular group. She's a Roman Catholic, but she's part of a uh, another group, an interior organization. Sub-group, that uh, let me tell you what they do. Uh, they, they they're called the People of Praise, and uh, what that sounds so uplifting, like yes. a singing group. And some people of the of praise, people of praise, people <laughs> of praise. But we're all white, and we don't like AIDS. <laughs> yes. Okay. Some of the group's practices. Uh, they that's say an official with, song. That is the, the that's official the, that's song. Official song. Some of the group's practices would, would surprise many faithful Catholics. For example, members of the groups swear a lifelong oath of loyalty called a covenant. Which to God, to Jesus, no, no, no. to the Pope, no, to huh. one another, Angela. That's odd. To one another, and are assigned <laughs> and accountable to a personal advisor who is not God nor the Pope or priest. Who is the personal advisor? Like Oprah? Call, like, no, no. It's called, and that person is Ileana called a, a head for men and a handmaid for women. Oh, hello. Yes, ding, and the group. Ding, ding, ding. Handmaid. alert. And the group teaches that husbands are the heads of their wives and should take authority over the family. Let me tell you something, okay? Oh, I wish you would. It'd be <laughs> nice for all these single moms out here. Show up. Current and former members say that the heads and handmaids give direction on important decisions, including whom to date or marry, where to live, where to take a job or buy a home, and how to raise children. Well, yeah, that's called having um, a master, I believe. Let me tell you something. As a lifelong Catholic who worked in the Catholic Church, as you've heard me state over and over again, I'm this, not even sure you have here. This, I'm not sure that you've mentioned that on the podcast very or, recently yeah I, I worked in i worked in a catholic church for she was from a years, child through college through college i could tell you all about being a catholic yeah. on on the inside but the reality is i have never heard of no shit like this because you're black and they don't want you <laughs> i never <laughs> heard of this shit. in fact they probably whispered all around you <laughs> at the church also, oh, don't, 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 tell, don't tell Francis about the people of promise but group. She's so she seems so into Catholicism. She too black and a black. No, black. she she's Mm-mm, very black. We can't have her. Also, I have a feeling there's probably a wealth requirement. <laughs> Absolutely, this sounds um, very much like there's dues. Yes, this <laughs> like, is so skull, religious skull and bones, mm-hmm. and what is discussed. And you're talking about. I guarantee this you, Mike being, Pence is in it. I, I guarantee <laughs> you, Mike Pence is oh in it. Oh my God! Guarantee it. And this is not this is not me getting this off of some conspiracy website. This is from the New York oh, Times. I'm going to tell you something. At this point, it's do they can we just stop? Conspiracy is no longer a fringe word. <laughs> it is a conspiracy. We are in a conspiracy. It's just like yeah, we're in a witch hunt because we're surrounded by fucking witches. And when what you need to hunt witches because they mean us harm. That is why. And I'm not even going through looking up on the uh, on the New York Times. I'm not even going into all the crazy, crazy whack stuff oh, no, that, that they do and talk for me. about. I'm going to tell you something. Handmade is a ding, ding, alert, alert, <laughs> alert, alert, alert. Because I don't know if I can have Ooh, children anymore. No. Or if ever, if I could. Actually, I haven't checked for my fertility. And I don't, I'm not going to be no Aunt Lydia. <laughs> so, which means I got to work in the colonies in the yeah. radioactive. You might I be able to get be a Helen. Uh, no, you're not a Helen. No, no, you can't be one of them. No. And uh, I think I'm working in the colonies. Oh, shit. 
moving around ash from what I can tell because I don't know I mean I don't want to I don't want to like ruin this for anyone if you haven't caught up on The Handmaid's Tale but I don't know what the fuck they do but all day long they in these gray ass dirty dingy remnant out, handmade outfits moving around ash with pics like really working hard at yeah, it and yeah, getting yeah. radiation poisoning and dying yes. I'm like y'all we can't use this ash it's radioactive why and it's just a bad deal. No, hopefully I'm in Canada by then. But yeah. that's, yeah, um, that's the problem that when you look at, and this is the thing, we, this is why, yet again, we've said it before, it is important that you, un- that we all understand that, that, and if you go to the Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center, the SPLC online, you can look at a lot of this information that for the last several year, decades, several decades, the Republican Party, and particularly the, a very white wing fringe of it, has gone through enormous efforts to promote and put up judges throughout all That's the levels right. of our judicial system. That's right. And attorney generals throughout all the states. Mm-hmm. And so that all the things that are normally the checks and balances on crazy times getting through the system, they have managed to, while we've been only, Democrats have only been worried about the presidency, they've managed to shore up all of the places that we would normally expect to kick in yep and do something so when you look at the supreme court situation and people i hate to have to put it this way but we were the fuck right yeah remember when we told you that masterpiece cake shit was a big deal Mm -hmm. and anybody you know who i'm talking to muscly man Mm -hmm. anybody who told you not to get your (laughs) quote panties in a wad Mm -hmm. over it was missing the significance of the fact that there are so many cases that you haven't heard about yet that are on their way there and the supreme court can they can refuse to hear a case yeah so you i want you to think about all the civil rights violation cases that are going to get up there and them refusing to even hear them that's then right. they don't have to rule on them at all and it gets kicked back down to the racist lower court like it's like i just it is a huge deal and so i think that that took it out of people yes, last week and i think that that not only did it hurt the march for to stop separating families and to return families right. to not have them in you know in prison together either um it made people feel like they needed some time off and i just want to encourage people you do have to take care of yourself you don't have to watch every news prog- program all day particularly since they all tell the same, same information story. all day long yeah but but every single second, I for me, I say to myself every second, there are people who are suffering and, and right. maybe even dying, and we can't lose sight of that. And you know what? The other part of this 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 whole equation for me is the rampant, just just ill people just doing whatever they want in this government. Just graft. Just graft. Here, we go. Here we go. Scott Pruitt. Scott, I haven't met a crime, a, a, a financial impropriety that I'm not willing to commit Pruitt. Yes. Dude, dudes under th- 14 investigations still yes. making the same mistake. His top aides kept, he, Scott Pruitt and his cop, now it came out today that he and his top aides kept secret calendars and schedules to hide controversial meetings and calls with industry representatives when i tell you that what where where are we going to find the moment where somebody says but it does but but her emails that somebody says this has got to stop well no we're not because every scott pruitt isn't even trying you would think that after he's already being investigated for the whole chick-fil-a thing right in trying to get his wife a chick-fil-a franchise so since then since that he's asked people to his he's tasked his staff members of his staff with finding at least a two hundred thousand dollar a year job for her yeah so he he has what i'm telling you this man has zero fear no of getting in trouble he has zero fear of being told to stop and he's not being we keep reporting on it or the new the, not us we don't you know we ain't, we ain't got that kind of mm-hmm. you know 
info. But the the media, you know, news organizations keep reporting on it, and it doesn't matter until somebody thirteen investigate fourteen investigations now. And there, why is he still? What, at what point do you suspend somebody? And my question is, because he's a member of the cabinet, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that there's anything we can do until. And this, these investigations are being run by guess who? Yes, exactly. The Republicans, his friends. So here you are with a man who is. He knows he's not going to get in any trouble. Yeah. So he just keeps doing it. He's still doing it while he, you would think. See, Francis, for me, like, let's just say I'd been taking money from the till or something at the store. And then I noticed suddenly they bring in um, somebody who just is going to be standing by the till. Mm-hmm. That would tell me that they were worried about somebody taking money from the till. Right, right, right. So I would stop taking money from the till right. while they were watching me. This motherfucker, I'm sorry I'm cussing. I'm trying to stop. But this man, Pruitt, he has zero. He just keeps doing it that's it he has no the, shame he has not one, not one drop not one drop and he doesn't care he's, an absolute, he's absolutely a rich person who wants to be rich that my only joy this week came from Kristen mink who a woman who confronted him in a restaurant where he's having uh, i believe lunch mm-hmm. walked up to him and with her baby in her arms and was and said to him i i think that you should resign yeah. that you're you're absolutely corrupt she outlined two or three of his various charges like the phone booth mm-hmm. uh, the Chick-fil-A I think and a couple others and said that you were not doing your job he didn't say one word but he did end up leaving and so she's been on the news uh, for that I was mad at MSNBC today because they had the crawl covering her shirt and mm-hmm. that it was completely on purpose right. they made the font bigger but and then Ali Velshi he said what it was but I missed the beginning it was something about your founding fathers yeah, it said your founding fa- fa- fathers owned slaves so they were covering that see this is the kind of shit that makes me pissed off yeah. it's the same thing with the New York Times a couple weeks ago they have an audio interview recorded no it was your forefathers owned slaves that's yeah, what it your was your forefathers yeah. um, and they did by the way, that's why I call them the founding owners. Yeah. Um, but that uh, and the New York Times, the Daily, that their podcast, they interviewed Stephen Miller mm-hmm. about the separate policy, separate family, detained family policy, mm-hmm. and he outlined it and he gave this he knew that he was not being recorded he was being recorded with his full knowledge but when the white house found out that they were going to use the record the audio for the podcast and not just in print they requested that the new york times not use the audio and they did it the new york times didn't use the audio yep they then it's just awkwardly talked about what happened in the interview in the day and i was so angry because i was like dude you guys are complicit you misrepresent you lie for them you take their lies and you tout them like they're facts you protect them from their own words and policies yeah like it's like we've got to start demanding more out of everyone well and then also uh today we found out that representative <sighs> jim jordan was accused Ooh. of failing to stop sexual abuse by the of the team doctor when he was at the uh an ohio state wrestling coach there have been estimates francis that somewhere between 1500 and 2000 people children kids they're not kids but there are college students right yes that college male college students might have been molested 1500 to 2000 that's crazy, yeah. Angela. Yeah, he, apparently this judge—it's being crazy. a judge. This uh, coach—they're saying did things like take off all his clothes and shower with the players and then touch them. Mm-hmm. Um, when a player came in with an injury, he pulled down his uh, shorts and touched him. We had like a wrist injury. Like, I'm, if you read, if you read these stories, it's so. This thing, Jim Jordan—he's—I guess he was a wrestling phenomenon. He was on this team. He's a member of it. 
Um, he's um, he's one of he was the, a coach. He's a coach. He's a founder of the House Freedom Caucus, which is the internally like uh, what's his name, Ron Paul or Rand Paul mm-hmm. is in. It's the super conservative right. uh, part of the Republican Party. Um, he's a founder of that, but he's all along he's maintained that he knows nothing about this. He never heard anything about any any wrongdoing on the behalf of the coach or any sort of sexual um, misconduct or rape or molestation. And there are multiple people who are suggesting that that's not true. That he absolutely knew that some of it in fact had been reported to him now this isn't all these are accusations at this point but you know i i didn't know that he's a former wrestler but i guess in the wrestling world he's considered some kind of royalty he won two at the nca titles Mm -hmm. in 1985 and 1986 and in the wrestling world he also defeated a two-time olympic gold medal finalist gold medalist um and then he went back home to ohio and became he started his political career but the these people are suggesting that yeah, I have some a quote here. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys is saying um, that was being interviewed. He said, "He said for God's sake, Strauss, uh, the doctor's locker was right next to Jordan's, and Jordan even said he'd kill him if he ever tried anything with him." Right. Uh, he, this guy goes on to say, uh, "I am not a perfect person, but ask any of the other wrestlers, and they will tell you everybody knew about Doc, who served eighteen months in, pre- in prison." And he, he, he said did he says, it is some sort of financial crime, right? Right. Uh, and he says, uh, he says about Jordan, he says he's a great guy and we would have all these great talks with him. And he talked about how one day he'd be the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. He said, so it's sad for me to hear that he's denying knowing about Strauss. I don't know why he would unless it's a cover up. Either you're in it, either you're in on it or you're a liar. It's this guy's quote. Yeah. And he it's 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 really disturbing they talk about how um strauss this man he said that strauss wasn't the only ohio state official who showered with the team the mm-hmm. co- coach strauss apparently after practice ended at three thirty, some university professors administrators and others would show up to shower stalls just as the athletes were arriving are you kidding me no so this guy who's um who's bringing these allegations disabato is his last name he yes. said it was like walking through quote the gauntlet of sexual deviance deviancy Mm, he mm, said, I didn't mm. do a thing when it happened, be- probably because I was scared. Um, these accusations are, you know, I, I, I have to say this, you know, in terms of men that, you know, and young boys and what have you, you know, uh, because we don't we don't normally get to men cover this up more, even more than women. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we don't get into this conversation. But that's having to live with that and to go through that. And this is tied to your if you're on a scholarship or your masculine, your your identity in terms of masculinity, being on the team, being on the team. You want this is something you've worked towards and want and have wanted for your whole life. And this is a degradation that you have to withstand. Yep. Because when well, here's the thing, it's just like every other situation. If the other men who are supposed to you're supposed to be able to go and talk to aren't available. Oh yeah, they're the, complicit. Absolutely. Danyasha Dun, Yetz, he wrestled at Ohio State in 1993-1994. He said that he told Jim Jordan mm-hmm. about Strauss's uh, couch, coach Strauss's abuse. He said, "Quote, I remember I had a thumb injury and went to Strauss's office, is what I was mentioning earlier, and he started pulling down my wrestling shorts." He said, "I'm like he said, and he goes, I'm like, what the F are you doing? And I went out and told Russ and Jim what happened. I was not having it. They went in and talked to Strauss. But then later when this disabato, he said he reached out to Jim Jordan earlier this year to, before going to the university to tell him that he was going to go public with his allocations. He says that Jordan said to him, please leave me out of it. 
Mm-hmm. Not, I don't I think don't, that happened. Oh, I don't remember I don't know that. what you're talking about. That didn't happen. Just don't mention my name. This, this is the man who last week you saw him screaming and That's yelling right. at right. Rod Rosenstein. Yes. All these, how dare you? Like this, this mm-hmm. really horribly angry, badgering questioning. And this is the person who wants to be left out of any stories about sexual malfeasance that he was there for. And it sounds like, you know, it, this is a really hard charge to prove sometimes. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. And I hope that everybody sticks with it because it's important. It's really important. It's when really you think important. about 1,500 to 2,000 men. Yeah. Yep. That, and, and the way that this culture and our, our ideas of masculinity and tox, how toxic, toxic it is, men aren't allowed to talk about their assault. No. Even less than women aren't exactly. allowed to talk about their assault, which is pretty bad already. Yep. So... That I mean, this man. It's like they, this. This party. I don't. I don't know, dude. I, I respect anybody who says I am no longer a Republican. I really do too. Because this is out of control. Yeah, and that's. I think it has to be our final word. Yeah, final, that's it. You know what the final word is? Hmm. Last week was hard. Yes, it was. And there gonna be some more hard weeks. There gonna be some more hard days. But what I want you to remember is nothing is quite as hard as having your child taken from you and you being locked up in a desert. So whatever is going on with us, we could take a break breathe but then i want you to get out there make your call sign a petition vote register people to vote because we can't that we can't just fold right and that's the thing so i'm i'm for daily hourly breaks but keep your righteous indignation because we are powerful and we will win now it's time for emails emails time to get your emails Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Yeah. You can also go to the final word podcast.com and like hit the button and I'll see the info and stuff. It's cool. You should do it. Yeah. First up, this is entitled, uh, the title is Thank You and it's from Lisa M. Thank you for writing, Lisa M. It says, Dearest Francis and Angela, thank you for making my Thursday morning commute the best commute of the week. Every week. What? You're welcome. Girl, you're welcome. I never miss either of your podcasts on Fridays with uh, or Fridays with Stephanie Miller, but any of the week gives me special joy. After all the BS in the news, you both bring me so and so many others much needed laughter. I have learned the hard way, however, that it is never safe to drink my coffee while listening. One simple sentence this morning uh, as I was sipping had me spraying coffee all over myself. I'm sorry, girl. And that sentence was, peacocks are assholes. Which they are, Lisa. They are. Um, thank goodness I had one of those stain marker tied pins in They're my magic. purse. They're magic. They are magical. Or I'd be willing, wearing coffee all day. I live in a rural and unforgettably, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm sorry, very conservative community. And I know for a fact that peacocks are indeed assholes. Thank you. Yes, they are, girl. Love you two so much. Thanks for hours of laughter and information. All the best, Lisa M. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, we have a rule that we try not to make each other laugh whenever we're drinking something yes, yes. because of the whole spit take it's situation. It's a mess in your mouth. Girl. You go through your wardrobe so quickly. Yes, you do. Next up, thanks for the laughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Jeff. It says, we follow each other on Twitter. You guys, uh, it's at Save the Middle. You guys were my first famous follow. Oh, I don't even think we're really famous. Mm. But I have loved you guys since you first started appearing on the Stephanie Miller show. To make a long story short, due to an incorrect medical diagnosis, I lost my mom a month ago. We're so very sorry, Jeff. A so-called fatty deposit was actually lung cancer. And when we finally found out what it was, 
what it was when she became paralyzed due to it moving to her spine. She only lasted two months, but during that time of incredible stress, it was you guys and the Stephanie Miller show that kept me occupied and smiling. You ladies are very funny, but what's even more laudable is your humanity. Mm. I just really wanted to let you guys know how much you helped me without even knowing it during a very difficult time. I wish you as much success as you can handle. A big hug to you both, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very, very much, Jeff. That means a lot to us, and that's why we wanted to read it, because we. I I was realizing that we don't talk, we, we, I think, forget to mention that Idiot of the Week, we've separated it from the podcast, Mm -hmm. and it's its own entity now it comes out usually the day after the podcast so mm-hmm. if the podcast comes out on wednesday you should get it either week by thursday and that really is a space for just like it's a good safe space to get away from the kind of stupid that's destroying our nation yes. and like average stupid that you can mock mm-hmm. um and i just for from our point i know francis you agree that that's the best compliment we can yes. receive. Yes. So and thank you, know you so much. Yeah, we're we so love, sorry for we, your loss. So sorry for your loss. And that, you know, and that's the thing is if we can just bring you a little bit of respite because I we both we all know how that feels. You know, when you're going through tough times, that sometimes you just you do you need to laugh. You need to you, you don't think you're going to ever laugh again. But you know, and I'm, we're glad to be able to do that for you. That's right. Oh, dear me. And yes. so now um, it's time for Resistance. That's right. This is where we give you some actionable items. Plus, you get to hear Francis go, which I think is a reward in and of itself. Yes. Uh, this week, we got sent this from Carol B. Thank you, Carol. And I'm going to tell people, you, know, you should send us um, groups or organizations. They don't have to be big organizations. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we um, they can be, you know, uh, GoFundMe for a particular situation. You know, send it to us and we'll take a look at it. Mm-hmm. And if and, and we can, might be able to feature it in the Resistance Wrap-Up. So I want to thank Carol for sending us this group. But it's the Tahiri, please forgive me if I'm saying that incorrectly, Justice Center. Yeah. Which is spelled T-A- T-A-H-I-R-I-H. So T-A-H-I-R-I-H Justice Center. And you can find them at Tahiri.org. Apparently they protect courageous immigrant women and girls who refuse to be victims of violence. Um, They protect immigrant women and girls who are fleeing violence in their communities, in their homes, in their countries. They're a nonprofit organization and uh, they just seem like a really cool group. Um, They advocate inside of, you know, communities, courts, Congress, and they have an award-winning holistic model for protection that combines free legal and social services with bridge building, policy advocacy, training, and education. So uh, they have their programs that are largely donated by professional services from a vast network of attorneys, medical professionals, and experts. And it's just, it's inspired by the principles of the Baha'i faith. Um, which I, that's up to you how you feel about that. But it seems like this organization does. Baha'i's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, that's my Baha'i's understanding. Cool. I just know like one dumb person who mm-hmm. was in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, but, yeah, but I don't think it was the faith. I don't think awesome. it was the faith's problem. I think she's just stupid. Right, right, right. But that in terms of this organization, it's not that you're not giving money to a religion if that's mm-hmm. something you have. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Because for me, that always that's actually an issue for me. I don't like giving to organizations that necessarily. Uh, have a religious component if that's right. a part of the the charitable effort. right right so uh but they look like a really cool organization so check them out and if you can if you are here's the thing there are things you can do besides money sometimes there's ways you can you know offer your time yes but there may be levels of advocacy advocacy even if you're like not an attorney and you can't offer your legal services so please check them out yes and again thank you you can write us at frangela08 at gmail.com to let us know 
about any organizations you've heard of that you think are worth worth getting some word out. Yes. And we want to thank you for listening. And we want to thank our producer, Joy Salvia. We want to thank uh, Lindsay Floyd. We want to jank thank. I can't talk. Jank thank. I'm a jank. I want to jank thank. I want to jank thank. Jack Silver. Uh, Jack Silver. <laughs> oh and God. everyone, we want to remind you, you can follow us on all the social medias at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O. And again, write us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. And get out there. Do your calls. 202-224-3121 is the congressional switchboard. We love you. Yes. Thank you for listening. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. And thank you for listening to The Final Word. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.